I wanted to be like a total influential album where people look back on in 20 years saying it influenced them, like what definitely maybe was like to us because that was released when we were born. What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? Coming up on this week's episode, I'm delighted to be joined by the Shambolics. They're one of the best bands to break out of Scotland in a long time. They're signed with Armagee's creation label. There's a massive buzz about them. And during the show, we chat about their hit song, Chasing a Disaster, songwriting, what it's like to be from Fife and what they've been up to during lockdown. Without further ado, this is the Shambolics. What's happening, I'm Lewis. Hello, I'm Jordan. Hello, I am Form. And hello, I'm Jake. Your boy's here, your boy's here. That's a dodgy connection of yours. <laughs> uh, that's the symbolic so, <laughs> starting from the start I'm, you, you guys I know it's all from Kirkcaldy all from the same age so I'm hoping you met at school uh, me and Lewis did aye me and Lewis did I'm for the dark side of Fife <laughs> <laughs> who's the light side of Fife <laughs> there, there is no one <laughs> <laughs> I said, so uh, how did you get together as a band? Like, how did it, how, when did it first start? Uh, I, I think it was 2015. We all started uh, jamming and well, we're forces in the new Eggman Studios. Yeah. And uh, I think we just thought we're quite good at this, so maybe we should stick at it. And did, like, did you, uh, were you playing guitar like yourselves and others joined in? Or how did it sort of like, how did you get to the stage of saying, hey, we should be a band? Um, we just, I can't remember it was that long ago eh? the band, like Lewis and Jordy were in our band ourselves and I had been playing guitar and stuff okay and it was a broken band when, and then when Jake came in it was a missing piece of the puzzle and and the name Shambolics comes from <laughs> our behaviour our behaviour <laughs> <laughs> nah, we used to be quite unorganised but we sorted that I like it, I like it. Very <laughs> Scottish. <laughs> hmm. What about the songs then? Like, I love your songs. I feel like you guys are, uh, for one of a bit, we're like a proper band. Like, you've got your own sound, your own tunes, and uh, influences that I like as well. Like, who, who writes the songs? Mr. Lewis and Forbes, like they're the men for the work. We all, we all, but uh, me and Lewis had a couple of songs coming into it, I think, and then we wrote a few for there. But we're all, we all have our own input in it now, so it's all good. So, like, I don't know. See if I take the song like "When She Goes Home," which I think is the first one we sort of had on, like Apple Music and Spotify. Who wrote that? Lucy. Or, uh-huh. Or how was it written? No, I, I don't know. Lucy McDonough. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> he was slagging a bird in it, so he doesn't want to admit he wrote it. No. I'm easy. Is that how it works? Like, when they say who wrote it, they all say something else. There's no one to be that at all. We're only joking. When she goes downtown tonight, she won't believe it. Right, we're starting off with your first kind of song that I've heard, but when did you first start gigging and become taking it more seriously? Um, 
I, I think it was 2015. And okay. then we bought a van that we called the Walrus, the wagon. Cool. Just fucking, we drove a bit everywhere, but we played any gig, any shit gig. Yeah. We played as much as we can because we just enjoyed it. And then uh, when we, when we, when people started coming to the gigs, like actual fans, just their mates, would you that it was kind of happening. When was the first time you you can remember like people following you and sort of being fans and things like that? When we first supported the view and going office, I was at the office halls and uh, like a power of folk for five came along, and I think that's at the first point when we were kind of like folk are actually starting to come to see us and that. And then because we were playing like a band like the view, yeah, and they wanted to like jump onto that kind of thing. And how how did that opportunity come about? Just a promoter just got in touch with us and was like, eh, there's opportunities available, like, do you want to do it? And obviously we were like, aye. You kept gigging pretty hard between then and you won uh, the is it Scottish Alternative Music Awards in 2017? Aye, man, aye. That was a good night out. Uh, just the same again. It's good because it was like a, it was a fan vote. It was a fan vote, Lewis, yeah. Aye, it was a fan vote, aye. 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 So, uh, kind of, it's nice that, like, in the right amount of phone voted for us rather than some dick in a suit picking us or something yeah. so uh, I was held at Garage in Glasgow and uh, yeah. I, it was good to win it like I, th- I mean fair dues to you and I love that you're like building your audience like in a traditional way you know what I mean by playing in front of people ah just old school way yeah yeah exactly. nicely phrased the, the, the early PJs ones they've always been the best ones PJs was like the first one that first gig that we played that's a local one Aye, but we had some great gigs there, and we still do. We had a good one in there in September. Hope you're enjoying the show. If you want to do a good deed for the day, why don't you leave us a cheeky little five-star review on your podcast subscriber? You're starting gigging, you're winning awards, then uh, you start playing bigger shows, then you got picked up by um, Al McGee's Creation 23. Was that last year? Aye. Aye it, was it was like a year yesterday. A year yesterday, <laughs> Was it? Uh, aye. How, I mean... It's great, great that you guys are signed. How did that happen? Uh, it is well. He chose us to play at his Q and A, and I think what happened. We had been chasing him for years, pretty much sending him music <laughs> and stuff, and he didn't seem that interested. And then I think the game changer was um, there was a bunch of young team at Jerry Cinnamon gig in London. Obviously, they were from London. Yeah, and says, right, I think you should sign the shams so he kept hearing their name everywhere people just kept mentioning us to him and then I think he must have thought right, fuck it I'm going to check them out and our manager Jamie is mates with him and he had been harassing them for ages as well but he just wasn't getting in so eventually when this happened at the Jerry Cinnamon gig he got us to play at his Q&A and um, for there that was in April last year for there I think we knew he was going to sign us but he was like right, I need to come and see you at your own gig which was a year ago yesterday at the Mash, Mash House yeah. but um, Aye, basically he seen us at the Q&A and I think we knew for there he was like excited and he was going to sign us. And then he just offered us a deal with the Mashers after he seen us in front of our own crowd. Cooler, mate. Mad, eh? <laughs> so what kind of input have, has uh, Alan or Creation had so far? It's gave us a lift, like it's gave us more recognition. Aye. Um, <clears throat> but it's still odd into us, it all depends on us writing songs and stuff, eh? so... It's just it's just a, a good boost for us, but it all depends on us what we're writing stuff. It's a good platform for us, eh? Like a platform. Ah, to... definitely. Uh, 
was they chasing a disaster kind of for want of a better word your breakthrough song was that after you signed with them <laughs> we, had it, we, had it, we had it before um, creation we released it on creation but then we just re-released it we re-recorded it properly and re-released it and it seems to have went in a storm so And uh, how, where was that written and where was it recorded? It was written and sort of half between me and Lewis. Lewis had a depressing song. <laughs> which was a, I have a team in your songs here, Lewis. Slagging <laughs> off depression. Like, <laughs> he was, he was in a Morrissey phase. He was in a Morrissey phase. So like, Lewis, come on, get rid of that minor and get that major. And, and then wrote the pre-chorus and chorus and then we recorded it in Eggman. And the rest is history. In terms of influences, like uh, like a bit of Laz in there, and a bit of kind of like sort of even pre Britpop kind of guitar stuff, or what? I mean, what sort of music are you guys into? That Laz influence is there on it, like. Aye. But, uh, the more- uh, definitely. Good. But we've got a ton of influences. Aye. It's got a bit 60s in there, I think, as well. Aye. And I, I think I saw a quote. Uh, in your guys' press about you guys have got a great album in you, which I'd agree from what I've heard. But then it begs the next question: what's the what's the progress on the album? When we can when can we expect it? Probably be a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it'll probably be a while since all this mad shit that's going on. And with any yeah. like the way the the music industry is, I know there's no point in releasing an album until you're ready. So we want to just yeah. keep things until because I want our album to stand the test of time. I want people will be looking back on it in 10 years, 20 years. So if they would just release anything now, that would be forgotten about tomorrow. What's the point? Year. I like it. You want something perennial, I think, the phrase they used, that like stands the test of time. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. I want and it to be like a total influential album where people look back on it in 20 years saying it influenced them. Like what definitely maybe was like to us because that was released when we were born and it still influenced us. It's not so... Like, how- Unfortunately, I was well born when that was uh, released. But how many people have been influenced <laughs> yeah, by that yeah. album? You know what I mean? Nah, it's yeah, crazy. I influenced me the most to like start playing fucking art and stuff. And that was that was released. I would have been months old when it was released, which is I mad. Was born, mate. I was born, Yeah, I wasn't either. <laughs> two, two year old, I was. <laughs> and so, Aaron, have you have you written many songs for it, or have you got some like uh, demos and stuff, or is it? We've got loads. Ah, oh, shit, loads recorded, but. We just want to keep writing more and writing better ones because then we've got more options to choose from. Ah, yeah, with you, with you. And what about production wise? Anyone you want to work with or Kevin Parker for Damon Ballard? Nah, that we, we can't afford that now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that for the third album. <laughs> <laughs> for the third overblown coke fueled album, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> ah, that's, ah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and the Sandra Speed came out was it a couple months ago. That's um, number. It's a song written about and nay other words a bit like a song written about um oh fuck I didn't even get how to explain this one. She's 
It's a love it's song. Slightly, it's slightly a bit heroin, but it's slightly a bit lovely, and that's about it. It's, it's, it's a happy subject. Like. <laughs> it's, it's another high-energy song, like pretty guitar-heavy and great melodies. Aye, it's kind of it's written about what actual happens in the streets. Can what I mean? What actual happens in our streets? And I, it's got like it's got it's got a bit of psych feel. It's got a bit of Tame Impala vibe to it in a way, I think. And then um, we we bit blossoms or something in there. Bit fleet, it sounds a bit Fleetwood Mac as well, I'd say. Uh, the drums are quite Fleetwood Mac, yeah, like. Uh, it's awfully flick meat wood on the drums, like. Big flick, <laughs> flick meat wood. <laughs> I like it, I like it. <laughs> and are you finding your creative juices are going in the isolation period? I've been liking the isolation uh, covers, like, uh, uh, I like... I think you picked one of my favourite songs, the Timeless Melody, one of my least favourite songs, Mamma Mia, like, you're kind of going all over the spectrum, guys. <laughs> It's a classic, like. <laughs> <laughs> Any more uh, planned? No than uh, no than uh. Studio today, and I opened up. Um, I put I put the piece on. It's the first time I've had it on in about two months. And the first one that me and Lewis came in the studio, and the first song we were going to do was Cha Cha Slide. Fair play to manage to cover the Cha Cha Slide. I I to go forward that, like, that's fucking but we got happy at the but we, just, we must have just scrapped it, but it's funny as fuck. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll keep that in the archives and release that as a wee B-side or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I guess you're speaking about like doing virtual shows and then getting some live gigs maybe at the end of the year. And if the album comes out and things go well, where would you, any dream venues you like to play or dream bands you like to play with? Barrowlands. Barrowlands. I also said that once. I like it. <laughs> I've made a deal with myself um, uh, to never. I've never been to a gig at the Barrows and I say I'm uh, not, I've never gone until we play it. So <laughs> I like it. Life. Like it. I've never been either. We need, we need to play it, or I can't fucking see it. <laughs> <laughs> would you? Would you play supporting somebody else, or would you be like, no, nah, I'm going to wait till we're headlining? Uh, I would take a support. Probably, I think. But, yeah. But, um, yeah, definitely. It would be. I mean, it would be. Fucking on play at the first time headline. That would be the dream. Well, you're living the dream so far. Right? I'm sure you guys can do it to get that second album, get that album finished. We will do it. We'll do it before an album <laughs> <laughs> for the launch. <laughs> so we do a few sort of standard questions of bands. Like I think you guys have some good examples of this. What would be like your best ever gig you remember, and then what's your worst ever gig, or instead of worst, maybe most unusual. Um, best ones maybe like I came up with the worst one is I oh, sure they are but, <laughs> obviously the one there McGee so what oh, so your, I'm trying to think of what the worst one is what's the worst, oh, the worst one the one I've first ever head. gig in Edinburgh uh, no, I, I, I was thinking that as well like. the Peter Hood one right <laughs> well, like, oh, Peter Hood oh my god <laughs> oh fuck's sake do you, do you want to go Peter Hood or Edinburgh Edinburgh uh, Edinburgh, uh, Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Peter Edge was pretty bad as well. Fuck. Just because they're all strange cunts up there. Like. Uh, we got booed off the stage and that. Like, it was in Edinburgh. Oh, no. <laughs> in Edinburgh. Like, in Edinburgh, sorry. Where was it in Edinburgh? Like, fucking Electric Circuit. Electric Circuit. That was a weird venue. I was the gig itself was like, um, it was I just, see when like bands are in your style. And it was like it was like that. We were run with these bands who just was wasn't our crowd, 
and uh, we were on like the, we were on like second or third. So when we went on, everybody just sat down and fucking heckled us. But there'll not be heckling. <laughs> See when that happens, like what goes through your mind? Because like if someone heckled me, part of me would be like, you know, fuck you, have a go back at them. Uh, Obviously, you can't do that on stage. What went through? I'm really quite calm. Like, like. you'll look back and you'll regret that one day, folks. And they're doing that right now. <laughs> I like it. Darn, I like it. Well, and Funny because we got offered a deal with Edinburgh, so. We got offered the deal and signed the deal in Edinburgh. So oh, shit, I should have done Being pals with Edinburgh again. <laughs> so, and then, what would be your best ever gig then? Uh, I like the Glasgow one before we came. Uh, St. Luke's was good. That was the last uh, one. St. Done. Luke's was brilliant. Uh, talk, talk us to St. Luke's. Uh, uh, it was a gig we done just before lockdown, and it was the biggest one yet. We sold it out a month in advance, and it was just it's a fucking amazing venue as well. That's so nice. Yeah, it's a beautiful venue. Like. And what kind of a... Uh, getting to go to a band before this one. Say again, mate, sorry? The worst part is it's because I'm stealing a guy down the stairs from his Wi-Fi, yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's some kind of lesson there about crime not paying, hey? <laughs> I'm going to need to chap his door and tell him to sort it. So if anyone, if anyone who's listening just now hasn't seen you guys, what can they expect from a Shambolics gig? Uh, high energy. Aye. Uh, uh, a mental crowd as well. Bit of a bounce. Madness. Absolute ah, madness. Like. And any acoustic set or you, you go f- full, uh, fully plugged in for the whole set? Fully, fully plugged in. Oh, I mean, yeah. we've got a few big tunes, but like, maybe when we had an album out or something, if that was on, like, if people knew our acoustic tunes, it, it might work. But for now, because we've never really played them live, that wouldn't work. It'd kill the crowd. Oh. For now, it's just boss to the wall, like. <laughs> balls, balls to the wall <laughs> and then just to round something off right we call the podcast what do you say and then I can't wait for you guys answering this I did it with Capolos so I asked him for like a phrase in Aberdonian which like doesn't make sense anywhere else can you guys give us some, a five phrase or a or terminology yeah. they won't get elsewhere get up and lie down <laughs> get up and lie down get up and lie down what does that mean just nip your kids. <laughs> it just it just gets so there for you. Get up. Oh, <laughs> Barry Machabe. Uh, Barry <laughs> Gadge. Barry Gadge. Barry Chabe. Deke the Jeer. <laughs> <laughs> so I like it, but can you give us the English as well, just for anyone not from Fife? Right. Barry Chabe means yes, lads. <laughs> Jukes up. <laughs> Go on, jukes up. That's an education for me. Uh, jukes, jukes up. You have to get some of them in your song titles. <laughs> Darren, I love the I love the positivity and the what you said about the album and that. I'll hold you to that when it comes out. <laughs> I'll remember you about it, mate, when it comes out. Quite right, mate. Quite right. Remember I says that. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got it recorded, like, so you're not going to hide away from it. <laughs> Good stuff. Nice one. Cheers for your time. Keep making music, guys. Cheers, Cheers, a pleasure. Cheers. That was the Shambolics. I've been your host, Gavin. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you can join us again. 
onwards. Oh,